Alanda, I swear to God, you're like, when I think of like YouTubers today and like internet personalities, like I swear to God, when I think of like who would be my dream like internet personality, it's you, bro. And you know how I know this? Because ever, like, during, you know, our Tumblr era, which for some people may have been an error, it is still my life. I fucking love Tumblr. Um, you always, like, your, your, fuck, your board and everything was always just, like, on point. And it was so funny because, like, I recently was, like, looking for music. And so I went on your Spotify, bro. And I noticed I got the, the news. Yeah, architectural organization like every album was a mood and i felt it like in my soul and i was just like why isn't this girl like freaking famous i don't understand because i'm like your personality is the reason i even go on instagram like like i swear to god like you're stories be the things that give me fucking life on that app like i'd be dying oh. like and every time you'd be deleting your instagram i'd be like this woman bro. you know i'd be like sis she what go? the hell Where you know all the greats gotta take a break you know you gotta go on a high to preserve your creative energy because sometimes the internet is just too much like i was i like my my uh points for a lot of things has been my thesis you know the excuse of my thesis because it was just such a toxic place like additionally you're already comparing yourself in business school to all the other linkedin profiles because everybody's just out there posting like they're great next achievement if anything's as bad as instagram it's linkedin man like that is cancerous but then i started seeing that like me looking at able to do the things yet that I want to do creatively or that like fulfill me outside of school on Instagram and other people were doing it I'm like when am I going to be able to do that like why am I not able to do that and then to take my mind off of writing my thesis on my big screen obviously I take time off my big screen to look at my little screen I mean that's just the way it is we're living in a black mirror episode and that's going to be the running theme of this conversation late stage capitalism and <laughs> oh, its no. i am crying right now why did we not diversify our economic social and political systems what are we doing why are we not mimicking hey, biodiversity america in our fought so hard for democracy <laughs> to be the way bro they oh, fought my real God. hard oh my deja i swear like Honestly, I uh, sidetrack digression. Undiagnosed ADHD is going to come through heavy here. But um yeah, no. Instagram just I got distra- would distract myself with my small screen on my my break for when I'm going to bed and I would catch myself reading the comments. And I was appalled by like the statements people could make online uh via like a screen, like a facade. It's like a fake it's a persona for some people, you know, to just spew hate and to to give their unsolicited opinion that is not beneficial in any way to all parties instead of minding their they own business. They have a platform. This is their PR stage. Oh my this God. Is, this is how they feel important. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, it's probably like Christian Judy that lives in like Nashville, Tennessee with her two chihuahuas and three kids and she's just living a concern but she's out there telling like ariana grande she's a satan worshiper and she's contaminating our kids with her music you know like who asked 
for that. Nobody, literally nobody asked for that. The dogmas people convince themselves of. I cannot. It is. It's, it's honestly astonishing. Like you got to give them. At one point, you're just like, these people really believe what they're saying, you know, like, ah, but a friend of mine told me and I briefly saw headlines about it, but I never really looked into it. But apparently there was like some case in the Netherlands during COVID where people had made like threats about the, like some political individual, some mm. politician as they call them. Um, <laughs> and, and in the suit, so you know, yes. our leaders. Our leaders. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes women, sometimes they, them, you never know. But um Weird stuff and things. Yeah. Um, oh, they did this case. And so these people uh, were making statements online about po- politicians in the Netherlands. And because of this, the severity of these threats, some of them were like court sentenced or like somehow there was like legal issue with the statements they made. And when they were being questioned or were being trialed or something like this, they they most of them admitted to saying they never thought it would be read or like be be taken so seriously by someone. And they just said it without thinking, you know. And this is why I'm saying we're living in a Black Mirror like um episode, well, a very long one. Like it's a movie with, with the story of our life. <laughs> series. There's like a spin-off. It's crazy. I can't every day something new. My my eyes just keep Wow, can't take it all in. But, you know, um, we're talking about that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it's just crazy, <laughs> like, how how people will just say these things online and don't think it'll get back to people. I can't. I Sometimes I read it more as, like, because, like, Netflix ain't got nothing good. Let's be real. Hollywood is uh, on its last legs. But uh, Instagram comments... They be so entertaining because sometimes I'm just like, there is no way they're having this actual argument right now. Like, and it's like every time America gives them like something to debate, whether it's Roe versus Wade, you know, Black Lives Matter, whoever is the president, it's just something. And or even like you said, just regular ass people in the street, they got something to say. And I'm just like, this is like who asked. Like, this know? is the reality TV we didn't know we needed and we're like low-key don't want anymore, but it's like the funniest shit that low-key when, you know, future generations look back, they're going to be like, what the actual hell? Because now everything is documented. Like all these it's comments. Crazy. <laughs> it's just insane because now it's it's even like now we're, we have interle- internet laws. Like five years ago, that was not even a thing yet. Like, wait, like, while we were in, in high school and we were creating so much content online, like, I was, I was, like you said, like, I was in my Tumblr era of life. I still am. Sometimes I look back on that. I'm like, no wonder I am who I am today. Like, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, my, my Tumblr board is my yeah. vision board for life. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're exactly. trying to see a bitch's mind, it is Tumblr. Yeah. Go look at her Tumblr page. You have all of her secrets. <laughs> exactly like if you really want to get to know me my co-star and my tumblr like (laughs) that's all you need that's all you need exactly and if you're lucky enough my spam account um so it's 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 really vip service out here like 
but it's it's really crazy because I just sometimes I I can't believe this direction we're going in where we're just using the internet for everything. Like there is no way that you can live off of the grid and be a part of a like mainland air quotation society because you're you you literally need it's to connect to everything and it's connected to everything. You miss out, you don't, and it's crazy for me that. Even after I went on that year and a half or a year long Instagram hiatus, it was great. Like, but I still use my phone, you know, just at a lesser decibel. And I was still had to use it. What's it called? I still had to use it when I did my internship and it was for my thesis. I still had to do so much research. It was just a different form. But honestly, if there's one thing I want to do, it's just make a, enough money to retire because I don't even need to be rich if I'm honest I just need to make enough money to retire somewhere very much off the grid using a burner phone consistently and um (laughs) just don't even try contacting me unless it's by letter or pigeon carrier I don't know but just don't even think about trying to get me online I'll be living my life in analog because that Even is hilarious. Yeah, you know, so it's so funny and contrasting when I say these things and then I'm I'm online and I'm an internet personality somehow. But it's still cool. Like for me, my internet personality is just like moments of my life um, They're captured. You. Yeah. They're just you. And, you're yeah. being. And I freaking love it because like there's nobody like you bro like you're so like quirky in like the cutest and most hilarious way like all of your struggles I relate to I'm like yes you know I'm just like I'm like yes they are the enemy and they should suffer (laughs) eternal suffering for all of the 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 bad mind people but like no, but it's so funny because I, I have this, but it's still for me uh, intertwined with who I am, you know, like in person. And when you meet me, I'm just as quirky and relatable online as I am in person, you know. And I think it's just the the the, the internet has really given me a space, I suppose, to like express my comedy to my friends. Yeah, because I love it. I, just I live think, for it. That shit is think. so... My morning routine is I to love go you. And, Thank and you. view you know, like, <laughs> what is the latest and greatest in Panda Land, you know? Like I <laughs> You know what I do? We'd be putting it out and new content every Tuesday. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> but no, it's uh like it's really interesting. Like now I am back on Instagram. I think I've been back on Instagram since like March or something, as soon as I was done defending my thesis. And, like, I have such a different outlook on it, you know? Because I was funny before, not to blow smoke up my own ass, but, like, I would do the comedy shit and I'd be very vocal, you know? It wasn't an an odd thing to me. But when I came back, I really felt more like myself. Like, I wasn't making it so dramatized or, like, it was very dramatic, my old posts, I feel. And I, I don't know. Like, I really would look back on them like, oh, Jesus, girl. You give it too much, like, silence yourself, you know? Maybe that's age, maybe that's maturity, I don't know. But I just felt the need to, like, you know, my personal life is my personal life. And I'm letting you guys in on, like, my personality, but not my personal issues. 
and that's kind of what changed. I I I really tried to keep my I guess internet vomit to a minimum that it I was more it, fun and light. Yeah, and now thanks. And I think more people should like just post what they like and not make as some I'm totally all of my creatives, all the creative friends I have out there use it for your business. Fuck the algorithm, but you know, oh Instagram now has a tab. You can see things in chronological order. I don't know if everybody's aware of that, but they have it and I've been using it. It's been great. So just shout out. But all of my creatives, I think, yeah, they have to use this as a business. But but if you're using it for fun and for your friends and like you don't have any motives of making yourself like a business, then I think you should just really post for yourself because what is the like, you know, what is really a like? Uh, do you see those people in person? Like, I, I, oh, do you see those 300 people all the time? It's like, you don't need that constant validation from others. You give it to yourself when you post something. When I post now and I look at my Instagram feed, I'm like, damn, that looks very aesthetically pleasing together for myself. Like, I don't give a fuck if I, you know, have 50 likes on something, 150 whatever it is like it could be less it could be more doesn't matter to me because it's 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 a it's the internet like this doesn't really hold place for 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 it's what i ones I, and zeros guys yeah on server binary in the middle of who knows where okay that's right so rack so on a shelf like <laughs> yeah 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 you're not even like tangible really but you're not tangible but just not in the way you think you're like a hard drive. You're like hard plastic, sometimes metal. But like for now, you're in the cloud, you know, zeros and ones. <laughs> but the cloud knows all. It do. It do. <laughs> Bro, machine learning and AI is just. Fuck, like... Bro. I, you yeah. know, but you know, as much Tell as me. they say, like, I don't know, they say so. Like, there's this mm-hmm. whole thing of like, can we really make even computers conscious to like know us? Like, oh. the thing is, I think as much as we think we can, like, humans honestly don't really understand consciousness even in their own experience. I highly doubt they'll be able to make a computer that's conscious. I think they can make a computer that's hella smart that makes you yeah. think it's conscious. Conscious. That makes yes, you yes. think it mimics, that it is conscious. Yeah, it mimics it's it. A, the, the predictability of humans is more predictable than humans think. So, yeah, yeah exactly. of course. Exactly. And plus, it's more manipulating our okay. decision-making uh-huh. process. So, you think mm-hmm. it's like a free will choice, but your options were limited to begin with. Uh, so, is it really, um, you know, <laughs> free? Um, but, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be able to be, like, conscious in the way that we're conscious and how we have this, like, subjective experience. But will it be hella smart and be able to tell you what you want to buy next before you know? Probably, you know? Yeah. Because it's already the doing market, that. The market wants that. Like, exactly. Like, sorry, I just started eating on the podcast and I realized, damn, you could probably hear my chewing. <laughs> how fucking rude did my mother not teach me manners mm. yes no it's so funny because i started reading a book about this and it's called 21 lessons for the 21st century Ooh, it's i read the- that one it's so yeah. good so good and it's written in 2017 but a lot of the things that are being discussed are happening right now in full play and that's where, like, the idea of, like, oh, America was so gung-ho on democracy. And now look at where we're at. 
The conservatives don't understand anything. The leftists don't understand every anything. The what these political labels that we have are just bullshit. I mean, I mean, I will literally it's just all, it's it's more I think to manipulate people because you're like, look, there's two parties. You can only pick from two. You if you give them options, then it's like, whoa, whoa, then we can't control things. None of these much, people, like the majority of them, dispersion. have no clue about what technology, which is oh really what God. makes America like amazing is the fact that it's producing all of this like, mass production and mass usage of technology, but lack of understanding for those lack who are of in understanding. like. You guys really out here using it for all that? You could be doing so much other, so many other things. Like, why, why are you acting so ghetto? Like, what is this? What is this? It's, it's honestly like disgusting. Disgusting. Which yeah. one of you took a shit in the toilet and didn't flush? What a lot of them. It was fucking a lot of them. You'd be surprised. <laughs> a lot of them. I'm that not, was one I mean, thing I'm, that surprised me in college. I was like, really? these girls don't flush. I was like, what is... <gasps> well, like, I did not what? see the conversation turning into that. That's absolutely <laughs> nasty. I thought we were talking still politics and how people don't know how to use technology. But that just that's basic technology, actually, right basic. there. The toilet. Basic. Sidetrack, but someone's... I'm, I think I was speaking to someone recently, and they texted me that one of their old housemates on her period didn't bathe. Like at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that right? Because I, I was feel complaining. Like that's uncomfortable. I feel like that's so asking for a diaper rash. But secondly, um, <laughs> wait, she didn't was, change it either. I'm confused. I, well, if you don't shower and you don't clean your nether regions, also known as the vagina, let's get comfortable using that word. You can develop a rash. Rash if you're just putting on new underwear i didn't get all the details but this is what i assume i would really mm. hope worst case scenario is that's what they're doing which is repulsive um because it's just not good for you it's really not good to do that you know not because bleeding is bad hashtag nah, I mean, even, we love the uterus hell nah hell nah even when i camp and i'm on my period like uh, i the one uh, thing i need to prioritize hell, hell is being able to clean myself access to cleanliness I, will not be oh, comfortable shit. at all right yeah all. no yeah like you so you and all of this came because i post religiously about people that are behaving stinkily <laughs> stank like the stench is so dank on on how bad they smell in the public transport here but I post are about they it like and hobos that... or are these regular no people? no honestly what the hell this country like I, I I cannot believe it but there are very little homeless people here that look obviously homeless not here um, they obviously oh, yeah. they obviously oh, no. look it it's really sad it breaks it my is. heart it yeah really no I can imagine but here they really like get them to look normal in these streets and provide stuff I'm serious I'm not joking you only know they're off when they start like screaming at the top of their lungs, a little bit chanty or such, and or the smell. But uh, yeah, homeless people don't really take PT, public transport. You know what I'm saying? They're uh, on the streets, I guess. But no, just just regular people because it's a cold country usually. I I I. This is my assumption. This is my theory. Let's go. My hypothesis. Um, <laughs> that. These people literally uh, just aren't accustomed to hot weather and don't realize that they need more deodorants or to reapply 
or something because in the summertime trans are smelling smelling different it's taking me to a different level of consciousness like it's really got me somewhere else sometimes i i physically cannot be in a, a certain tram cart because someone smells so terrible but i might just have a sensitive nose you know what i'm saying but i think it's rank and <laughs> y'all be smelling right like overripe but yes that is tragic now for a message from our sponsors. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all, and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. That's, that's like a di- small digression. Maybe things, they're but... like, oh, you know, I'm being sustainable. I'm using, you know. Nah, fam. No, that is not holistic. Okay, let's not. let not, Let's call it what it is. They fucking stank. Straight up from the heart. But they full I'm chest surprised. as well. Maybe this is a European thing. Because I remember even like, not to say all French people also have this problem, but there are select individuals that identify as French that also have a problem leveraging deodorants. And I don't know if it's just like stems from this medieval time of when, you know, Europeans didn't really have sufficient like, cleanliness practices. You know, And didn't have access to cleanliness practices. So there was no point in being cleanliness, you know. Yeah, so I'm like, is this just like a modern day derivative of that idea? And they're like, it is oh, what it know. is, fam. It is what it is. I don't know. I just genuinely don't know, but it happens a lot. And a few people have responded to my stories saying that they um they literally bring deodorant and like air freshener and perfumes into the tram, and I can't lie. I have a perfume sample, like I got a bunch of them in my Christmas stocking from years ago, you know, because my parents love to hoard shit. Shout out to my dad and mom. Um, but I just collected them and now I have a bunch. And I was like, oh, I use them. Yes, but I'm going to use them to keep my scent intact. I miss masks. I miss masks because that, that really was a vibe. I, I think for winter, keeping my nose warm and for protecting it of the rank sense that was really and truly wow so yeah i guess like how have you felt about like the dutch winters like do they like get to you because i was talking about like this concept of like seasonal like ah yes what is it depression or syndrome yeah it's like seasonal seasonal uh, sadness yeah it's like it's called sad Something like this, but yeah, sad, yes, yes. sad. Uh, it's perfect and fitting. Um, I think in my first year and my after internship, so my second year, it hit me pretty hard. My first year was fine because I escaped and I went to the Caribbean for a little bit. I guess I restocked. But last year was the first time I spent Christmas in the Netherlands. And um, 
I don't know. I think I've adjusted now. I kind of try to not let it play too much on my mental because it used to play a big role. You know, don't get me wrong. It's still the, like the lack of sun in this country during cold months really does uh, affect your like energy levels and vitamin D and all of these things. So it's important that, you know, you can A, take supplements or find out what's good for your body to help combat that. But like emotionally, yeah, it can take a toll. Like you just feel drained. Everybody's a bit grumpy. Like to be quite honest, I have adjusted very well to the cold. Like the temperature wise, I'm like, I think with Netherlands, every time I feel like I have to bitch about the weather in this country, I think, wow, I know people that live in Canada. Like that's the Arctic, you know? Like I have a friend of mine who's like living, living in negative 20. So I'm like, excuse me, sir. I, one time it got to negative 10 here, maybe one time. And then it was back up to like negative two and it stays there. And even last winter, it didn't even go obviously climate change, but you know, every time I think about it, I think, wow, Canada really is not as, is for the penguins, bro. Canada is for the streets. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, I think that the nicest, it's so interesting. I I can imagine kind of want to go, haven't been yet, but uh, when I get those vacation days in and I'm employed, that will be a stop in North America, five sure. That's one more than four because I'm certain about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Dutch winters, to sum it up, it's um, it's tolerable, I would say. If you get the right people around you and you keep busy and you have friends and stuff, you can you can make it through. You got to look for the positives. Like soon it's gonna get dark again really early. I could think I'm in Finland. Not to compare, like it's still shit, right? But uh, 6 p.m. when it's dark, I just think like when my friends are starting to get down about it, I try to remind everyone like, but from the moment it gets darker, it gets lighter. Like we, the light, like it's going to start extending the days of, uh, like the days will get longer. That's what I mean. And the nights will become shorter because the issue is the nights. you know, if you're not getting enough sun and you're also experiencing darkness really early, it's pretty shit for you. Like you're, you're not asking to feel great. But um, if you have each other, you remind each other of these things. Honestly, the importance of support. That's really how it gets me through the the Dutch winter, I guess. But I I am a strong advocate, strong advocate. Your winter months, if you work a hybrid model or remote work, go somewhere warm and work there for two and a half months during the winter and come back. That's how I passed all my recent exams. That's how I, I, I took my exams on the beach. I was not mad. I would take a break, go on the beach, do a little Duolingo to study for my French exam. What? Take a little dip. Let me tell you, during winter, you guys living in the ghetto up there in the winter? No, honey. I wish that for everyone that can, can that they can do that in life. That's it. That's my my world peace agenda. Agenda. Let people work in warm for winter and have access to working in warm. So yes. Can you imagine if like every person in a cold country flocked to warm countries in the winter and like New York and Kanata were all just empty. empty. Desert. Empty, desert, no humans. Like, uh, be like COVID all over again. To be quite fair, you know, like it, the scenery-wise, it would look empty like COVID. Uh, for for pandemic-wise, I loved wise, it I, though. 
I loved it. I'm like, so this is what it would be like if we had less humans. Fantastic. Sign me up. I'm like, COVID, do your thing, girl. Do what you need to do, you know. Honestly, but for real, like, it was so nice to do this recess. I'm so glad people took a pause from life. Like, now we've gotten full 100 again, and we're all just like, oh, okay, that was a nice little you global vacation. You think we're full 100? I feel like people <laughs> are, like, on edge. They're like, am I supposed to go back and give a damn about work now? Or it's like, oh, shit, I'm broke. Or it's like, wait, Inflation! so COVID is over, but, like, low-key, it ain't, though. You know, like, there's just so many... <laughs> There's so many what ifs, and you're just we're just living it. Like honestly, a I whole love freaking war like next door to your whole freaking ass country, bro. Like <laughs> casual, bro. Like just casually living in the European life. You know, it's really funny because when I was a kid and I would watch the news with my parents and I would see like war on TV, my instant thought was like, "Thank God I'm on an island, like away from all this shit." Now I'm like just on a huge landmass. Like Ukraine is just not too far off. To be quite honest, neither is Afghanistan and Syria. If you think about it, it's way closer it's a state than it away. Car- it's, it's from just the a Caribbean, state away. you know. Like, but it's just crazy. It's just crazy, and you know, we're just out here dealing with it. I feel like Gen Z millennials are just like. We just we ride just, in the wave. We we're just, like, you know what? It can't get any shittier than this. But if it does... But it will. What you mean? It <laughs> yeah, is exactly. only going to get shittier. Like, for this. <laughs> you go through this whole philosophical like questioning in your mind about like, if it do, but if it don't, but it could, and it will. You know, like a flowchart. Like, these people are not recycling enough. <laughs> oh, as it, and the problem is like, it's not even us. Like the it is literally the regular man is not to blame. It is hyper capitalism to blame. Okay. That was this I, need for newness, this consumption it's addiction. It's disgusting. Feel, I swear to God. I'm so astonished by like people being proud to put up like a haul of one thousand euros or pounds or dollars of a sheen. Uh, uh, are you stupid look at like this i'm Do so you like sorry how i'm wasting money and adding to consumerism and you know but, through my purchase my- of fashion i'm hurting the planet because fabric takes so much energy and water and time and unethical practices and people getting In third paid world nothing. you know quote unquote third world countries because i just got a shirt from zara and i was like oh damn it was made in bangladesh i could have went like ouch Naturally, naturally. And to combat that, I love to vintage and secondhand shopping. So I'd be on vintage and I find that Zara shit because the main thing is to not put money in the corporate pocket. So it's fine if someone else bought it. I just buy it off of them instead. I mean, I'm still consuming, which is something that I would really like to lessen. Can't say I'm keeping a bunch of shit. I love to get rid of things, religiously change things around. I realize like objects just are material. They don't hold. They don't hold. It's what you you thank whatever Mary Kondo bless you. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But you know, let it's, it it's, go. Yeah, it serves its purpose. But it's just crazy to me that the these corporations like H and M or like what is it? Yeah, the H and M brand and Inditex, which has Zara and Bershka and all of these things. They've managed to to switch the narrative. And I mean, even fucking companies like Shell and, and BP. Man. 
Yeah, and just tell us, well, greenwash us one, and then tell us that we are the problem. You know, like you can't drink, you drink with plastic straws because you're going to kill a turtle. Uh, sir, you are dumping thousands of gallons of fossil fuels in the ocean. I'm sorry, but my plastic straw end up in the plastic recycling that shit yo oh my gosh like it's like it's corporate responsibility corporate responsibility but you know what the thing is it's like what is a corporation it's people it's people like people work at these companies like they should be fighting for these things i'm like bro what's the point of having a company when you're killing your future market, like this isn't but running I up don't, in my head. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I, you know, I think that constantly, and then I think, wow, people are really there for the instant gain. Like money has really blind brainwashed people into just giving up all morals. And regardless of, of course, we can have that discussion of what is really morals. But I mean, Jesus Christ, you would think man is selfish enough to want to sustain itself. That's what that's what astonishes me because. We do everything with ego and with um, our, our best benefit in place. It's evolutionary. Like, we always do but something that... But it's all a delusion. There is, like, the fact that people think there is this self and that you're, like, somehow, like, your withholding is, like, gaining you some sort of, like, superiority is literally a delusion of the mind. I'm like, is that a churro? Like, what is yeah. this? <laughs> i ordered desserts you know why okay like it's, yeah i, I mean of course so yeah i understand but no i exactly continue with your go on i was listening but i, I i'm going I to continue sorry distracted by the churro churro wins again yeah I I but yeah i don't know like to me it's like the employees like you i mean i don't know at least like at microsoft i do feel empowered to like actually drive change in like sustainability because like tech you know all the things that we use for technology like they have to get that shit from somewhere like they have to mine that metal they have to mine the silicon you know they have to work with partners to get all these chipsets and like there's a freaking shortage for that shit you know like that's always on the news and i'm like at some point like people like as much as like it's like the lack of understanding so people don't really know where their stuff is coming from so they don't really care you know it's like easy to kind of they don't see when yeah when you don't don't know all the work involved to actually make that piece or to make that technology like now that i work in industry like just seeing the the I feel like the props goes to people that work in supply chain because these mofos be coordinating like a mofo out of all, Operation. all of these different products at scale that so we can, as customers, can go buy things and not even have to worry about like placing all of these little components in the right spot, threading in the right area, making sure things are consistent. And then you have to deal with like all the legal requirements because you can't just go sell anything. Like, you have to make sure it falls within its right category. And mm-hmm. all of that costs money mm-hmm. just for you to be able to buy that thing on sale and then put it in your haul and never wear it again. Like, it's yeah. just like... Exactly. Um, People don't think responsibly. Like, I remember a friend telling me, oh, wow, you know, you have a really nice bag. And I said, thanks, you know, it's a gift. And I told her, like, yeah, I was looking up the price after and it was pretty, like, it was pricier than i expected and she's like yeah but you could just get a bag like that at primark and i don't know if you're aware of what primark is but it's like it's like the walmart except a bit bougier 
there's no food involved. It's just for clothes, like price wise. Like you know, a Nordstrom. No, no, Nordstrom is fancy. Okay, okay. Um, no, this has like completely. It's like really low budget clothing, and you can get trends. I guess it's like a Sheen store in real life. Mm, interesting. And um, and so um, she said, oh, you could just get one of the uh, like a canvas bag. I told her no. Like this comes from like a small business. It's an art, like special made bag made of recycled materials and work and effort was put into this and that's why the price is this and that's why I, I you pay for it and I said straight up I was like we're so brainwashed into thinking that we should pay three euros for something when in reality we should be we should be paying 33 euros for something and that's not even a lot inflation and it's but we've been programmed to think we need these things we need more than we have and we want more than we have and to source things unethically and when she said, when I said that, she was like, "Ah, oh, you're you're right." You know, I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, you forget about like the local human at the other end of this because they're just buying it through their computer. You're never talking to anybody. You don't have to look at anyone, and it's like, no, like all of like this whole thing is humans. Like we're doing this for each other. Like the least you would think is like to kind of be you want to have that connection with the person that's like taking exactly. the time to exactly. create this thing that you are then going to get to use functionally. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And you know, it's going to be a quality. It'll last long. That's the other thing. Like people are saying, like I said, 500 euros plus on a sheen hole. When in reality, they could have bought like maybe six good items with 500 euros that would have lasted way longer, would have looked way better instead of this quick thing you know i'm not saying like yeah buy your underwear for three euros you know do those things like some things you're like you know what that's it but if we do everything like that that we wear we consume we put on our bodies we eat what's wrong with you like do you not do you not care for the planet i i, I just it really hurts my heart when i buy something firsthand from one of these shops and i have to then convince myself like no I'm buying this. I haven't bought something in a long time. Uh, I'm going to wear it a lot. It's going to match with the rest. Like, I have to convince myself of that. Yo, and it's the same. I feel 100% the same. Because, like, I will not buy clothes for that very reason. I'm like, well, you have stuff. Like, clothes is just functional. It's just to keep your body warm. Like, why do you need to have that? And I have to convince myself. I'm like, bro, you haven't really bought yourself sh stuff ever since you even came to this damn country. Like, the least you can do... Is get yourself clothes that like Yo. you've always wanted that you mm -hmm. know you would wear and you yes. know you're gonna have it for a long time. Speaking the facts to me, Harsha. Exactly. It's hilarious it's that guilt that we like we have like just to consumers we bear because of the market that has been propelled by us and big corporations. It's crazy. I feel you. I feel you. But low key, that's why I feel like there are certain brands that I do. Like if I really like them, then I will say like as a customer, like I 100% stand behind what they're doing. Like Patagonia, for example, oh, yeah, more, like yeah. outerwear. But like of their course, clothes, I like say Patagonia. like you rip, say you ripped your Patagonia, they will fix you it for you. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I like their it. mentality is all about like how do we bring quality materials to our customers that will last them. You know, which is opposite of other brands that are like, well, we just wanted to buy, buy, them buy a season so that the next season they'll buy something else from us so we can max profit. It's and a it's completely crazy. different ideology. Yeah. 
And it's crazy because these seasons for like fast fashion brands are every week. Like there are new clothes. I realized that there's no, I don't know, growing up, I guess maybe it's because um, you to in order to do this big fast fashion brand shopping, you have to go to the US or Puerto Rico. And um, I just remember seeing a lot more things that I saw online, but that were continuously there. They weren't changed out every week. I find now when I go, like, you know, I don't buy anything. Yeah, no. And forget that. No, they have too much stock. An issue in this country is that there's too much stock of things. And so they might finish everything off, but then they um, keep it for like these sales because in this country, and I think it's uh, in a few other Western European countries, you can only have sales two times a year. So you can only have a serious sale two times a year and proportions promotions have to um yeah have to be like member only kind of things you know like to combat interesting yeah and i don't really know the reasoning behind that but it is a thing that is done in france and the netherlands i don't know if other countries do it but it's like uh i think end of summer sale and beginning of summer sale or beginning of winter beginning of summer these things that's when they have the sales and then everything goes on sale for like ridiculous uh slashes or reductions but um yeah i just noticed that these 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 things when i go to look you know to get ideas not that i need to buy but just so i like to touch things Inspo. i like to see yeah exactly go to the city do something it's not so far i love the netherlands because it's a small country you can just boop, 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 everywhere and um Word stuff and things, you know. Um, Shiza, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I'm just shocked that, like, every week is something new. Like, how do you even have time for that? And it's and now, being living in a more days in this country are cold than they are warm, usually. And the material of these things are just not insulated. Uniqlo, though, bay. I love Uniqlo. Uniqlo is a brand that I can actually stand behind because they literally bring out the same shit every year. Like, they mass produce the same exact style every fucking year. They're like, this is our thing, and we're sticking to it. Okay. Love it. Love it. But yeah, and they have good quality stuff for. I, I would advocate Uniqlo, but. <laughs> I I just can't believe like these affordable fashion brands. Sometimes I'm like, this is just for the garbage plastic that I'm about to wear is not going to keep me warm. I'm looking at things like when I'm sometimes even when I'm going online, secondhand shopping, I'm trying to see if people have taken a picture of the uh, like laundry card or something where I can see what the materials are. It's really crazy now that when you start to look for that or you become more conscious of the products that you're buying, how much how much of the percentage of fabric is plastic. It has different names like spandex and rayon, but it's literally plastic. It's plastic. It's plastic synthetic materials. And you're paying like 60 euros for for a pair of pants that are garbage that are not gonna not even just fashion even furniture like even furniture you're not when you buy a wooden table it's not a wooden table it's like some weird compressed wood and then they put like this facade on the outside that makes you think it's that fancy table but they give you fancy table price 
yeah. and you go away thinking, oh, you got a quality thing, but it's yep. crap. Absolute trash, brother. Absolute trash. What is my mom saying to me? Oh, cute. She's sending me something. She's like, this outfit looks like you. Saw it and thought of you. Hi, have a good weekend. I love parents because my parents, like, they'll send me, like, little, like, memes. Like, I love you. And I'm like, oh, they 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 still they still have the love for me. I mean, I would hope so. Or like, though, my dad will send me like spiritual law of attraction posts to to keep me in the right mindset. Um, nice. And they'd be good. They'd be like gratitude, you know. Like, wow. Today yeah, is the they're... day, you know. My mom loves to send me Bible verses. <laughs> my grandma does that. My grandma be my grandma be sharing on the regular her devotion. Yeah. I swear, my uh, my mom loves to uh, and prayers. I just don't even know. Like it's crazy where these 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 parents of ours. I want to know where they find these things because my mom will, will find the most during my thesis. Obviously, dark dark time. If you're wondering, viewers out there, very dark times. Don't know how I made it out. It's crazy. My mom would find like the most specific specific fucking exact on point prayer where it would be like prayer for students struggling with anxiety and writing a master's <laughs> uh, bachelor thesis about like inclusion and diversity and i'm like where do you find that you know <laughs> like that is oddly specific yeah, like, I god wrote that one just for me <laughs> like, like i'm trying to figure out that like what pinterest boards is capucine solomon following because the algorithm it knows mm-hmm. it knows me i just can't i can't believe that i just i just it's wild but yes no but my family group chat is always keeping me well informed and uh, my mom is always there like oh by the way if you've forgotten about my existence here i am i'm like oh for a moment i might have but i remember you now <laughs> <That's goodness. laughs> you've given birth to me haha <laughs> Like, yes, the people that brought me in this world. Yes, yes, I remember them. I remember them. Yes, yes, yes. Quiet, quiet, exquisite, darling. Um, so Wait, what was your thesis? You said your thesis was diversity and inclusion? Yeah. So like, in was... hospitality or, like, just I will just get broad? to that. So I wanted to make sure that my thesis reflected me and my my values as an individual, which is equality for all. No, I mean, especially my minority group. Uh, so I um, was trying to figure out like a thesis topic that interested me. And I wanted to do it for my school because the track, like our thesis program is very organized in a way that it could help you, whatever, whatever. And I wanted to get a topic already so it would be easier for me. And I saw that the, there was a department that needed research done for inclusion and diversity for my university. And in my time at the university, I experienced a lot of prejudices and like racism, which I didn't expect because I, okay, guys, like I just genuinely didn't expect it. I got called the N word twice. You? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I had Just for people that don't know what Alanda looks like, she could pass for a Caucasian woman very easily. Yeah, yeah, but also like I had a whole identity crisis here as well. So that's just yeah, a whole other thing. Because you know, when I think 
back at it, I am mixed. I am partly black. I'm partly Caucasian. I'm 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 mixed. My my ethnic background and my racial background. It's just I'm someone who is mixed, and I identify yeah. with the whole thing. But growing exactly. up, I was a white girl, so I'm there thinking my entire life, oh yes, what I'm you a mean? But you, you know, were, you know, red know. skin mixed with I, Lebanese, you know, yeah, from St. Yes. Lucia, Caribbean uh, yes, body. But, <laughs> you know, I was there being really confused, but that's not the point. Bringing it back. I feel you, girl. We all, we all. You know, like, <laughs> I. so basically, I, I was just, I experienced interactions that were just plain disrespectful at my university, which claims to be an international institute super accept and hospitality guys all right hospitality you would think people are out there to be kind and sweet no uh-uh uh-uh international is you me against them or whatever that thing is so i found this topic and as a business manager it was like it's a business degree in the end and so i thought all right i'm gonna figure out something on how to fix the marketing strategy for um for this this school so i had the thesis topic uh, or my research question was how does market sig- signaling affect the perception of belonging for ethnic and racial minority students in higher education wow and, yeah and so i did a whole sociology topic uh, with my business degree i am well versed because it also had to do with my interest which is like I'm, you know, like I said, I believe in equality. I believe in these, these, all these theories and hypotheses of, of how a social, how a society can function if all members are looked at on an equal plane somehow. Of course, as as someone who does believe in equality, I also realize that yes, it will be difficult, and you can never reach true equalities due to certain like aspects of just just how things are. But for basic human rights, you damn well know we up there, <laughs> okay. And so what that research topic means, because it's a lot of terminology, is that uh, I'll give a working example, is that if you market as an international school and your posters contain a very racially diverse group of people and your wording, because people think marketing is just images. No, it's also the semantics that you use and how you send out your emails, how you present yourself, who are the representatives of your school. All of that is marketing, you know, especially Mm -hmm. for an organization like uh, my university. And so how can you do that? And then when you arrive, you don't have that picture at, on your campus. Like that's not the regular. And for me, someone who came from St. Martin, where in reality is the most diverse small place I've ever lived in in my whole entire life, actually, like oh Europeans, my. Asians, you divide the continent everybody. of Asia. Everybody. Everybody and a mother from St. Martin, you know, like everybody is there. And so I was really expecting that from my, my this environment and I didn't get it. And it's not what through my research, what I discovered, um, I did I did interviews. I interviewed, I think, around 20 something people, uh, all of them who identified as being an ethnic or racial minority. And um, yeah, they, the similar aspects that came up or similar themes was that were that uh it's not a problem to be a predominantly white university i'm going to school in the netherlands it is a white society you know majority white society i can acknowledge that but if you advertise as an inclusive place and you put that in your your values and and your mission statements and all of this stuff 
but you don't have any like inclusion practices in within your marketing or within your 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 school life how the how the fuck you gonna be lying like why the fuck you lying why you always lie oh my god they're not the only like i feel like this is common practice everywhere yes but it's just I, you know, I was like, I gotta say something. And I, I have to defend my thesis as well. Um, I have to like give a 10 minute presentation, bring new information. And then I get questioned about my, my, all of my decisions, my, pro- my uh, thought process of, of how I did this. And you bet your ass, I was like, roast, roast, roast. But you see this, but you see that. That's why I did this. Uh, uh, uh. And I try to we- find a hole. I already have it covered. Exactly. You know, know what I mean? And I, this is my baby. Like I worked on this really hard. I read, I read way more than I had to, to come up with the, the things I came up, came across. And yeah, I was very happy with the, the end result because I had two really old white uh, professors and both of them were super proud of the work that I proposed. Like Aww. they, they were, I it, honestly, like, it was so if you live in the Netherlands, uh, this is a kind of uh, what the old men sound like, and uh, this is this is literally how uh, my teacher uh, so he came to me at the end of my presentation and uh, he was like, Alanda, it's great, there were like topics that you covered that are a real issue. We had to question this just you know to meet the rubric standards of grading you, but I really think this is a good basis research for someone to continue later, you know, and I, that was very much validating for me to to even though it's annoying because it's conflict inside of your ma- your body where it's like ah uh, the white man I gotta impress the white man you know and be validated but because it's it's the reaction was reciprocated it's like I'm really happy that this work is there which means yeah you're a fucking ally you're like on the side of, of equality yeah. you know I think it's interesting like this weird division because especially in mm-hmm. America like. I oh. never heard the words diversity and inclusion until I came to the U.S. Like, I didn't even know this was, like, a thing people cared mm-hmm. about. I just assumed, like, because the said team aren't so diverse. We just take that for granted. We assume everywhere is like that because Absolutely. that big man country. So they must be better off than us, right? right? Absolutely. Right, right? But and absolutely not. And it's, yeah, it's it's quite the opposite. And it's interesting, like, I cannot believe someone called you the N-word. That is, like... Really kind crazy. of hilarious Twice. but also like <laughs> in a way yeah it, there are just so many layers to it like i i mean especially in like in st martin we don't really experience racism in that manner in that, like, yeah aggressive yes. and mm-hmm. there are people that say ignorant things to mm-hmm. like asians more mm-hmm. specifically i think mm-hmm. um, absolutely but it was never like being like having to worry about my blackness was never something that was ever top of mind for me you know because it seemed like so obvious um but when you come to the states it has like this whole new Layering yeah of like and burden that comes with that that like yeah. people that are born here are literally like stuck in every day of their life like they have no other context outside of that and like to hear like this whole talk of like diversity and inclusion was so like weird because i'm like what do you mean like to me people should naturally want to be around people that are different from them because yeah you learn and grow it's, and you exactly. get to experience other cultures which are so yeah. good and their food yeah. being bomb you know what i mean yeah so that's like, what i what do you mean shorty the food and the celebrations the best part you 
me at least start there then you can get to know the people and the cultural exactly. representation but exactly. damn you miss it out on all the fun <laughs> like, the food the yeah the partying the love that other cultures have to share unification. and like it's so weird, like that. There's like committees that fight for this because I'm like, to me, it just seems like secondary. It's like natural. Way. Exactly. Exactly. Like, natural way is to love each other, and like for people to put up this barrier, um, was interesting because I was trying to understand like where is that coming from? Like where is this fear, this resistance? Where is it mm-hmm. stemmed? And then you mm-hmm. remember slavery, and it's like, oh, yep. That and it's shit. Like, that's pretty whack. It's like, ah, nobody acknowledged that this happened properly. So now we are still living in it. Very different. Like, I can't, I really can't imagine because, oh, this was also, my topic was so controversial amongst certain groups, obviously. I can imagine. So the, the whole, like, defending yourself is such a thing. But I used to get a lot when I was very, especially during 2020 when BLM was, out and about very active and I was there obviously protesting and like giving my opinion on how it is to, to be a minority because once again there are just I there I don't care how what the percentage of black I am you will not catch me using the n-word I'm so sorry to anyone who thinks that you will not find me saying it sorry and so where was I going with this damn but I will I have I experienced racism and i have seen my friends experience like ah! there's a bug racism and i just i can't stand for it and i had a lot of obviously white friends in this country and when i was getting on about it they were just they they some of them just wouldn't you're have just it Galenda, you're white like why do you care like no not even Galenda. not even because they would still see me as somebody who's person of color but it was just the fact that they were like, oh, but it's not that bad in the Netherlands. Because obviously BLM is, is was a An American thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's a movement that, that can that spawns across nations. Because I don't it's know about, how they can say it's not bad in the Netherlands. They have oh, Swartipede and they refuse yeah, to forget even discuss the dude, that. Like, dude, forget Swartipede because we're combating that pretty well. I'm loving what the city of Amsterdam has decided. Like you cannot have any blackface. You got to put, you got to for real put ash or make your, your children blue or something. But you cannot do that. It's like outlawed, bad. And so there's, there, and there's, they're changing like the images but there's some people who are stuck in the boondocks so it's you know you obviously but it's just that it's there's it's not of course can't say cannot say that the racism experience in the u.s that shit that's another level of systemic the what the y'all that is not right not right but there is still some of that in the Netherlands. Like there was a whole court case and trial of the Belastingdienst, which is like the tax office here, like the public tax office, government taxes or whatever, where they were wrongfully like um, convicting minority families in the Netherlands of tax fraud and putting these people in debt that would put them in the streets or force them to live off of only welfare and things like that. And they, when these people asked to like uh, have their cases reopened and relooked, it took ages, you know. So obviously they're broke by them. They're like they're struggling, and and there's lots of other cases where where and in government where there's discussions of these things and and open um, what's it called, like yeah, 
open discussion of of like hate against some sort of minority group you know and to say that it doesn't exist because it's not as bad as somewhere else is to just close your eyes you know like to pull the wool over your eyes comparison does not Um, the fact that you have it it at all is the problem (laughs) so yeah i mean i really couldn't believe it here in this country how i how i experienced that so directly and I even had teachers stereotype me, you know, and stigma me. It's crazy. I'll tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, huh? Let me, I want to tell you this. I'm like, I'm just like a voice recording box for pop culture. Anyway, word stuff and things. Like, um, I had to do practicals for my university, which means I had to work in like the kitchen. And I had to, to do like housekeeping and front desk, all of the aspects, the departments of a hotel, basically. Mm-hmm. And I injured myself on shift. And when you like, yeah, what, did, what happened? What happened? All right, sidetracked. To... This is this is the saddest story ever. Anyway, so like I went out to throw the garbage. Bear in mind, it's winter in the Netherlands. Okay, I went outside in my kitchen uniform. So imagine a land on a little shelf, a chef hat, you know a little chef uniform, that white coat, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, it was looking funky fresh. And I was in my kitchen shoes. And I would think these motherfuckers had some serious grip on them. Uh-uh. I bust my ass and I fall down the stairs. The back of the stair, back of the school, huh? I went to throw garbage. Because that's where the garbage is. And I bust my ass in winter. And I fell. And my foot was just not having it. My foot said no. And I I'm was done. Doing, I'm done. <laughs> I literally just canceled, canceled out, canceled me completely. And I was in the back of the school, fucking cold, waiting for someone to come. Luckily, it was like two minutes. I was on the ground, and then they carried me into the kitchen. And I didn't want to. That that that's how it. And I basically sprained my ankle. I didn't break it, thankfully, but I sat out. And then we had a discussion of like what would happen for the upcoming days. And I said, like, listen, I still want to come to shift. I can still work. And I discussed with my team members. We're all we had a good team and they were like, we'll help you. We're just doing this and that. So it's going to be easy, Alanda. We got you. So I'm doing my shifts because I did not want to redo this outlet. That's what they call it. I was not going to do this over because it was the worst outlet to have. And I had a good team. So I didn't want to do this again. I was like, no, 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 no. This is this is it. That's it. No. And so I we have to clean the kitchen, you know, like deep clean the kitchen. We get taught how, like what hygiene rules. We do the basics. We do the business, economics, HR, you name it. I got a broad education base. Of you got to teach me, bro. Teach oh. me how to clean. Teach oh, me. I'm so good at it. It's dangerous, man. Like, oh, sidetrack story. I live with someone who like shits on the toilet seat. So I'm pretty good at clean. Yeah. That, mm, don't even, that's, that's an off camera discussion, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. VIP only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and subscribe if you want to hear the rest. Um <laughs> but yeah, so back to the kitchen story. Like I took a rest, you know, after during the cleaning. I was like, I need to take like a pressure off my foot. And I told my teammates in my school, an instructor, which is a teacher, an employee of the school, a, a chef at the uni that is on their payroll. All right, so we're understanding a, a grown, a grown fucking man. A so-called adult. A so-called adult, white and Dutch, comes up to me straight up and is like, Alanda, what the hell do you think you're doing? Like, do you think this is the Caribbean or something that you can just sit around and do nothing all day? And I kind of just, I kind of 
just stood there like, did this? Did this motherfucker who has to grade me happen? <laughs> like, did because if he wasn't my teacher, I was fucking giving him a piece of my mind. I was gonna tell him to go suck his fucking mother because not me, not me. He was telling that to, but because of this power dynamic, and this was like my first. I, I think I had only been in the Netherlands for four months at that time. Never been to Europe before. Yeah, that was it. And I had this grown-ass man tell me that and then not long after i got called the n-word and um yeah welcome to deutschland and and that's germany actually so it's nederland yeah deutschland is a no deutschland is germany but nederland is cute you know yeah it's it's all right it happens don't worry it's different language like it's the german word for germany but um crazy right uh, I know. It just sounds Deutsch. like I just yeah. want to say Dutch land in a cute. Yeah, Nederlands. Who ya? Welcome to <sighs> Nederlands. It was not in the pamphlet, but you know, uh, it's yeah, the true Dutch experience. The apparently true, so. I just really couldn't believe it. You know, like the ignorance, and then I realized, you know, because I'm not gonna. Yeah, I I just really couldn't, and I I had I, never. I wouldn't even know what to say to that. I'd be like, I would laugh because I'm like, this is honestly, funny. This is honestly, a skit, right? Are you pranking me? Are there for cameras real, around? I like, I really had to like. I went over to my my teammate, which is now one of my closest friends, and I told her, and she's like, "You're fucking joking." I'm like, that just happened, and I questioned myself for a moment, and I was like, "Guys, am I helping you out enough?" And they're like. Amanda, what the fuck? What he told you is absolutely messed up, you know? Like, that's not acceptable. I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy, all right? Because I just... And then the same reaction happened to me after I got called the N-word as well, you know? Like, I... mean, how you've never had this happen. It's not like you had your training for this moment. No, but apparently the world was trying to train me or something because I was just not having it. I was... Apparently it was giving, but I, I didn't know how to take it. And when I got called the N-word, I went downstairs to apologize because I was playing music loud and someone closed my door and I lived in shared accommodation. And I thought like, oh, you know, it wasn't anything to think about. I was like, oh, I would have done the same because Dutch directness. By now, I'm already like, I'll tell you exactly what's on my mind. You're done, no. And um, so I went downstairs and this girl was like, I came to apologize about my music being too loud. And this girl just straight up says, no, Alanda. I just don't like your your n-word music and that's very n-wordish of you and i was there in shock because not only did she My, say it once a statement. but she said it twice a just, statement I, I, she's practiced I, saying this in her head multiple times there was no hesitation here i am sitting in a room with like all of these white people like, because it's in the kitchen of our, our shared accommodation. And I'm looking around and I'm like, everybody's looking at this as if it's normal. And I'm like, I'm like, do you realize what you just said? And she's like, yeah, hard R, by the way, hard R. Okay, so it was like giving slave massa. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm in shock. You know, it's not even like someone just said the, the a rap lyric. Someone just hard R me. went to the ER version, not the uh version. <laughs> Not the street homie, I'm your friend. I was yeah, like, like, she was looking at me as if I was, was a like plantation a worker or a, 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 a poor 
she's like, you are reminding you know? me. She's like, this is not very civilized of you. You're reminding me of the and savages. The, can you, can she, you not, girl? Yeah, like she literally reduced me to that. And I, I couldn't, I could, I, I, I had to ask as well. I was like, do you realize what you just said? And that's when she responded. Yeah, it's just kind of N-word. Like, yeah, I did. I did. I know what I said. And I just went I up. The, I went up the stairs. I removed her, blocked her on everything, and I was just like, "Not, not today, not fucking me." Not today, Satan. Not today. Absolutely I rebuke you. Absolutely not. Rebuke. Absolutely not. I couldn't believe it. I really didn't. And yeah, got called a sand n word, which is uh, a term used for people from the Middle East as a slur in Dutch. So yeah, that one was new. That one was really new. At a certain point, I was just like, okay. And then I They're moved teaching to you about racism. Yeah. <laughs> just like, they're like, yeah. oh, here's some more racism you didn't know about. I'm yeah, going like, to show it to you. Yeah. Like, Enjoy. What the, what the hell? Like, I had obviously experienced ignorance. And like, I, I'm from St. Lucia, which if people don't realize is a quiet, is a majority black society, which is dope, obviously. Like, there's no complaints. But often people can't believe that I am a white St. Lucian. And because of where I come from in St. Lucia, it's not typically like a wealthy part of St. Lucia. It's not where the white people would be, so to say. And I have to, I, when I was working there, I often had to um, prove myself in this ridiculous way. One time a guy saw my ID and thought I, who, okay, first of all, why would I make a fake ID for the country that I'm staying in? All right. Like that seems sketchy, but anyway. A lot of effort, a lot of effort. Uh, right. And this guy saw that my address was on my ID and he was like, you live there? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, if you live there, how many speed bumps are in front of, of the school? And I was like, I literally have to drive there like all the time with my family. I have been going to this place for my entire, like at that time, 19 years of life. I could, with my eyes closed, I could figure out how to travel from the airport to my house in St. Lucia. Like, don't even get it twisted, you know? And I told him and he was like, damn, you're right. You know, like, I was like, oh, obviously I'm right, you know? So I had experienced this ignorance. I'd even called police out for trying to like racially profile me as being like wealthy because I was white in the market. Isn't it, was it really- interesting though? Like the flip side, if you're white, it's the assume that you're rich. If you're Asian, they assume that you're smart. You know, if you're black, then they assume you're a failure. And I'm like, bro, why do these, like, why is this, why are these the connotations? Like you're reducing people's even experiences. Like why people can be poor. Okay. It is fine. This is a reality. It's a human experience that is unpleasant, but it exists. Yeah. Crazy ridiculous ridiculous i just like i think people really need to expand their field of whatever it is the openness and and stop this me against them or them against us or whatever uh idea idea and just realize that my god you you can learn so much from opening up your mind to being less ignorant you know because ignorance in definition is just a lack of knowledge and I consistently a lack of awareness yeah Yeah. and I consistently find myself giving out that definition when explaining ignorance because you know it's okay to be ignorant but it's important that when you realize like oh you don't know something 
how you react to your ignorance is, is really the, the follow-up. And um, yeah, it's just, it's insane to me that like these, this, this, these extreme right-winged ideologies and these these extreme like conspiracy theory groups that are inevitably hate groups most the of QAnon, bro. Q like that is that's it's not a joke anymore. That's what I mean. Oh, this it's not. Is, these people believe like <laughs> like this is what I I meant with like what's it called uh with this continuation of a Black Mirror episode. Do you people, know why they did the whole Road versus Wade thing? Do you know the real what? reason why? Oh, oh, God, please tell me. I'm so excited. To so, brave. in oh, America, my God. right? Oh, I'm loving where this is Minority going. Minority babies are on the uptick. And they felt that, like, out of all the women that were having abortions, the majority were white women. So they felt like a lot of white babies were dying, which were reducing the, you know, the projected... White oh my god numbers i like this is up. this is the truth like i'm like i wish this wasn't the truth but it is like literally the reason why they fought so hard for this so they felt like they had to reverse road versus weight and make it a state decision are you serious so that Parsha, they could are you force me? more white women to have their babies so that there would be more white people because yeah white women were having abortions and they felt like it made them a bit uncomfortable. Are you serious? I wish I wasn't. Wait, is this for real? Yeah, like, like for real. Like that was one of like the driving reasons behind why they went about that. That's really fucked up. That is absolutely trash. But you know, it's not. It's not funny, but coincidental. There is this. Um, fertility doctor in the u.s uh, i forgot his name but i just watched his documentary on um netflix who um impregnated multiple women with his sperm um without their knowledge yeah it's happened a few times in society let's it's there's quite a few of these cases but his whole ideology behind that was to because he was a part of some christian cult group that believed in this that believed that white women uh, needed to repopulate the planet and he thought his his seed was um oh god the progenesis it's yeah. the god it's the aryan race that they're but trying that's, to that's to literally build. it but it's fucked up because basically to be a sperm donor you have to go through like a, a bunch of tests to see the quality of your sperm and if you have too many like i don't want to say fatalities because that's not right i don't know the medical terminology for it but you know, if there's too many issues with your health, you cannot you cannot provide. And this guy had an immune deficiency issue, and like half of his, well, more than half. He there. Oh, by the way, he has 99 kids and counting. Yeah, that's how they're, the they're, cannons competition. Wild, but um, yeah. So he was trying to do that, and these kids all have like immune deficiency or weird um health issues because of because of it. That's oh. nasty. Oh but my no, gosh. Politically, the Black Mirror episode, uh, this is a point that I wanted to make with QAnon, is that um, with Donald Trump, you know, that's the, well, the rise of conspiracy Their savior. Yeah, but the crazy thing is that Donald Trump's rise to presidency is all based off of Twitter and media. Yeah, it's and manipulation. 
Yeah, you see the whole I'm... what's it called? The Cambridge what Analytica documentary. That's no. something you should go watch. Watch that okay. one. It I literally will. talks about how they took social media, they took Instagram and Facebook's out. They took literally data from Facebook against Facebook's well, Facebook gave it to them and then Facebook was like, nah nah nah, gee, you can't do that. And at that point they were like, Well, we already got it, so we just gotta keep using it. You know, exactly. Like, and pretty much they took all of that data. They found who were people that like um, perspectives weren't like a hundred percent, like they were hard left or hard right. And then mm-hmm. they pushed a bunch of like marketing media to them to swear their votes one way or another. And it yeah. worked so well that Trump won. Dude, but I'm Among not- Among other Republicans too. Like they yeah. did this with other Republican candidates like Ted Cruz and yeah. some other- but I'm not even surprised because this has been a long time coming because even before Trump was president, like he was being baited himself. He was being manipulated to become president because of Twitter. And there's a whole documentary series on it. I think it's called Becoming Trump or something. It's like four episodes. And it's very, it's so crazy how consistent his character is with inconsistency. And Twitter is really reason why um, he, he rose to presidency. That's the whole whole baseline of it and also i was telling another friend that i remember watching like interviews with people who voted for trump and how some of them said that they they voted for him as a joke and that yeah that, people are stupid bro because trust but, me even at my university they were trying to vote a dog I, into presidency okay so like americans they don't really care they think this but, stuff is a joke a joke but it, that's that's what i mean you know like this is we're literally using technology to, to create like politicians who really should not at all have that platform and we think not it's a even, joke not at all and but to be fair that, at this point since Trump went in there, the whole presidency's a joke. Like after yeah. he went in there, oh, it just proved yeah. that it it's, is stupid. Like it's not yeah. Working, like that's one obviously. thing he did. Like through all of his shit, he brought up the shit that was under the table for so long. You know, like he did, that's, bro. That's that literally the, part the that only. That was so funny. That's literally all I can give Donald Trump is that. <laughs> He, I feel like if he could, if they didn't take away his Twitter, he would have told us if they found aliens for real. He would have been like, y'all, this is what I said, Era 51. Okay, I'm just going to let y'all know because I'm tired of these people trying to control me. <laughs> Mans did not give a fuck. Mans was like, last day in office, pardon, 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 pardon. <laughs> he was like, my homies, I got you. I, like, got I, you. I got you, I got you, I got you. He said, organized crime, say no more. Yeah, he was like... At, at country level and man didn't get impeached i was like how do you guys not live in corruption like how do you guys not see that you're living in corruption i think the republicans knew they made their bed and they were like we just gonna have to ride and die with him we just gonna have to sink with the captain and we just gonna hope we could ride this out the fact that they stormed the capitol though you see this is the reality tv show we didn't know we wanted but it's better than anything they can make in hollywood like I like this is is too good and too bad because I'm living here. I'm like, Lord. But you're living there. I don't even live in that country. And I'd be like, yo, it's the ghetto over there, shorty. What the faggity fuck, man? You know, like we said earlier, you know, the nature, she cute. American nature, she cute. She she very nice. You know, she very relaxing. 10 out of 10, bang. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. The people... 
it depends where you go. That's all I'm going to say. It depends where you go. Fair enough. Like anywhere. It depends where you go. <laughs> that's all. That's all. You speaking. You speaking. Like... You speaking. No, damn. But yes. So, mom. I also just recently finished right before this uh, phone call podcast conversation. I just watched um, this documentary. It's poorly filmed. Obviously, it's, I, but it's so. I hate when a documentary has good information and is not displayed visually appealing. Like whoever was doing the camera work for this documentary needs to be fired and the editor as well because it's way too, it's like I'm getting vertigo every time I'm looking at it. Like it's, it's too much movement. I'm like, bro, I just want to focus. And two, you could have done so much more with the filler visuals, whatever. But it's called, I think it's something about what are the feminists thinking or let me find that for you. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Let me just find That's it. Interesting. I really think like, um, oh, feminists. What were they thinking? And basically, mm. it's this documentary series uh, questioning women who some uh, activist photographer took pictures of during the movement of feminism in the U.S. and them in their their natural state of what it's like to be a woman. And there were so many topics that were brought up that I recently, as an adult woman have been have been contemplating as well you know something that really got to me during this whole Roe versus Wade situation and then I watched like uh two other documentaries on Netflix with about like yeah just the the one about the fertility doctor and then the other one about that Mormon cult in Texas and in Kansas or something Ooh, yes, I watched that one the FDLS yes 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 bro for Latter-day that one, that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that one really one. the ending. Uh huh. That one hits it. It hit me in a very different place. I did not like it. No, no. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't like all. it. To, I'm very glad that they have this documented, but I did not enjoy the fact that this man exists. And anyway, exactly. Like this was yeah. a real place, and uh, people were. Yeah. Well, and there's, there's still because there's there's it, still people that believe exactly and exactly on the same wave. I already know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so all in like maybe two weeks I was I was taking in this information and as a woman I I sat in my room thinking like wow from the moment I I'm born I'm I'm lesser you know but I have never truly been made to feel that way like throughout my entire life because it's just so subconscious and it's just so part of society especially growing up in the Caribbean there is traditional values there where you know women are supposed to be cute and sexy and 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 just there for their man and submitting in some way you know whatever and wine you know, proper... up and thing yeah and like we're like property the, yeah. you know yeah and we're so... just sexual objects objects yeah exactly and then it just hit me i'm like wow from the moment i'm born i'm like lesser like i i use the word that just made me really feel like you and know it's not inadequate that you're lesser it's no. just like the framework views Work, you as yes, having less value. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's kind of it when I realized like women are getting their, their right to their bodies taken away and their the law systems are not even there to protect young girls and things from like the terminology of um of what we use to describe those who identify as female 
grown instead of you know what's really messed up is that sometimes they will um like headlines for rape cases the, the terminology they use there it's a young woman no it was a child it was a young girl like that is a very important thing as well we we lessen the victim even you know like we don't give it the right title whereas even though a young woman is something strong, you know, that's not what happened. It's a young girl, so you can amplify the fucked upness of a rape case, you know, like with, with, with like lessons the like that. that are around yeah. us. Like, and you know, you know what made me really uncomfortable, Alanda, was when mm -hmm. I finally read the post about our IT professor, yeah, LU. Yeah. And yes. the charges that are being, uh, you know, alleged against him and the fact that like this was someone that we were around multiple days of the week yes. in a place yes. that's supposed to protect us, a place that's supposed to raise us. And uh, we yes, were surrounded us. by a predator, literally. This whole like, time. That was this like. This whole time. It is and sickening. I, like literally, it makes me so uncomfortable. Like I can feel I this the change same. in my being of like, damn, like that is so uncomfortable to feel that you were in the presence of someone that like was looking to manipulate you on some level. Like that is just so like cringe. Harsha, I really had the same uncomfortableness. I, I was telling people about it as well in the Netherlands because these things don't don't happen here or if they do they're taken care of immediately you know like there is a predator system unlike back home but i was telling them like i knew this man like he would single me out in class but i never was exactly. sexually assaulted exactly. or harassed exactly. or anything like that but then it got me thinking like oh my god was he grooming me like what did he just never get the opportunity to do it somehow like why exactly. why did because it was everything word for word in that article that was written i was like i'm was like, seeing a visual wait a minute exactly yes. like this seems a little too familiar too familiar like, when like, stage was, you know like of practice to see how well course. it went mm -hmm. and that goes to show you that these things can happen anywhere not just in like the states or things like that but it's just the fact that we don't have a system in place to make um survivors whatever you want to call them victims or survivors of, of rape and predator cases and sexual assault they don't have a voice we give them no voice when they with without having a registry because it, it's like it's like this whole taboo thing you know because sex is it's, taboo women yeah. having sex for pleasure is taboo yeah so if How a woman they? is violated by a man then it's like oh well but what did she do what you know, like, did she seduce him with her her excuse me, cleavage right? and her her sexual um, body like how is the man oh, by just breathing and himself but, well, the same way a woman controls herself when she sees a fine-looking man. Oh, same but you women don't get aroused, though, Alanda. Oh, like, what right. are you talking I about? Forgot. That's hysteria. Women oh, don't right. I totally forgot. My bad. I was women don't at this enjoy. We are baby-making machines. Uh, you know, I am that's just our only good purpose. And not pleasure. Mm, I forgot about that. My yeah, invalidation. Yeah, no, but it's just ridiculous. Like these things are not taken seriously, and you have cases where for where predators can just roam fucking free on the island. Like right now, this 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 I see this post going around with this man on mullet. Dude. 
Yes. And he's been doing this for fucking years, man. Years. Like years. years. But reading that years. made me so uncomfortable because I was years. just like, fact, you I are... thought they had caught him already. Me I did too. not think he was still out there. <laughs> like, but but apparently, Mans has a government position on the French side. Yeah, maybe joking? that's why he feels so comfortable just whipping it out in public places. Let like... me tell you something. Let me. T- I swear, if. You see, these these people need to the the government of Saint Martin needs to create a sexual offenders list because I am tired of people. Cousins. I got some names. I got some of names. Co- they need to add to that damn list. <laughs> everybody, everybody has some names, but you want to know why? Because why would they do that? That means people who are in power would be convicted for crimes that they've committed. And a, a former teacher of mine, I met her abroad. Yeah, right. I met her abroad and she told me that during the time, this is like in 2004, where I don't really have much memory. I still am formulating memory at this time, but it's not really like focused on societal issues, you know, but she was telling me when we met up during my university time, she said, you know, Landa, there used to be a a, a home for battered wives on St. Martin. I was like, really? You know, because I think we were talking, we were having this discussion about sexual assault and not having a credit. I think there's still like a a house for like women that experience abuse and stuff i forget what it's called but i do think there is still one yeah no there is there is now there is now but it was shut down for a little bit during the time of when it first started because people this was supposed to be a safe shelter for these women and people were giving the names of the women that were there and also like it was becoming a problem because it was because government officials and people in authority were were the abusers and it's just astonishing to me that people think that's okay obviously we've already had this discussion like men have the power property why would women have pleasure but that narrative needs to change and the more the reason that i am so like motivated about it and i i speak so openly and freely about it is because i have a little sister and madison is seven years younger than me and i realize a lot of the things i went through at her age i shouldn't have gone through you know and I think about her and I think about other girls in her age group and other girls that are becoming young women, like actually, you know, legally becoming young women. And, and the, the the fear they've had to face from like sexually abusive uh, aunts or uncles. or And this is also because for damn certain there are some boys and men now in St. Martin who have been sexually assaulted and, and, and raped by family members as well. And we don't give them a voice either. And it's just, how can you, how can you sit there at night? Because I might, I might not see children in my future, like for myself, but I love kids. And I think that there is an innocence of protecting a child because you're creating a future adult, you know, like you're creating next generation. And when you take away their innocence and their trust from the world in something that's supposed to be so intimate and they learn on their own time in a protective safe space, you are absolutely satanic. Like, I mean, you are honestly a demon. Like, the scum you, of the scum. How yeah, can it, it's you? It's heartbreaking. So that's why with this, that documentary, like, eat, uh, keep sweets and pray or whatever. Um, and Cringe. I had. The listening to the ending of that with the voice recording was just so uncomfortable for me because I'm I'm thinking about my sister and her friends, you know? Like, if anyone, if anyone, any of y'all, I would... They did. I yeah, don't dead. Even know what, 
I don't know where the strength would come from, but y'all are but catching these hands. You're dead. Like, don't you're even... D-A-A-D. So, yes, we should all be fighting for, for safety of our of our yeah. children. Yeah, exactly. Like children, bro. Like these are children. 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 Not that it's right to do oh it to grown God. women either. So don't get these fucked I know, up it predators. Is. But, it's but like, like, this is like kids. Like kids. they're like, like they're children. Like they, uh, oh my God. It's like, oh what does God. it take for a government to wake up and be like, you know what? We actually need to put this at the top of our list. And you know what's messed up, though? Our government has typically historically been run by women. Where they at? Like, you would think that a country whose first prime minister was female, you would see advancements in the rights of women, right? No. Yeah, here we are. You know, I also, it's so, con it's crazy. Because, you know, also in the Caribbean, we have the highest, uh, what is it, capita of uh, female entrepreneurs and uh, female-owned businesses. Most That's most beautiful. entrepreneurs come from. I, I was reading it on a Know Your Caribbean. Love it. Shout out to Fiona Compton. Big up the former prime minister of St. Lucia's daughter. Great historian. I recommend. I'm doing like free promotion here. I recommend if you're from the Caribbean and you're a West Indian and you want to know more about your your community and your region, Know Your Caribbean. That is it. That's where it's at. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Decolonize your mind. Yeah. <laughs> decolonize it's crazy because our whole framework is built in that mm -hmm. Oof, the layers right. the layers yes but bro but, this has mm -hmm. been like such a bomb ass combo obviously we need to do more now that your computer is virus free yeah, yeah. excellent wi-fi signals <laughs> we're doing it now i'm i'm functioning right it's crazy I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad we're doing this. We're having like these great conversations, something so stimulating. Like, I'm very happy that you invited me on the podcast, Marsha. Of course. I mean, it was a de facto request. It was just more of like, <laughs> I need you to be done with your thesis because I couldn't. Alanda was stressed uh, out. We could oh, not. Oh, <laughs> nobody. I didn't. Alanda didn't even know who she was. I came out of graduation and my thesis like, who am I? Who is this? Yeah, so, no, I'm I'm very glad to be living in the now again and being able to have time to take on so, yeah, just ask and you shall receive. <laughs>